guys, it's Sydney. Thanks so much for coming back and listening some more. Uh, so today we're going to go ahead and I'm going to interview my brother. His name is Nick or Uncle Pickle or Uncle Noodle. However you want to take it, I'm sure he'll respond to any of it. But uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and interview him and see the dynamic about having a bonus baby as a niece or a nephew and how that translates into making our little family work. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce him. His name is Nicholas. Hey, Nick. Hi, guys. Awesome. So um, just a little bit about him. He's younger than I am, so he is not on that family path right this second <laughs> where I've been itching to be a mom since as long as I can remember. Yeah. So he's just fun <laughs> Uncle Pickle. I'm just living my best life right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start. It. Um, how easy was it for you to adapt to now all of a sudden there's this little eight-year-old and she's she's now your niece and um, she's a big part of our, my life and a part of our family now and how was that hard for you to transition into or um, I know for a lot of people it would be but not I didn't particularly mind it I, I mean we've always grown up around little kids and so it's just been one of those things that, oh, it's just, oh, it's another small child, a little munchkin that I get to play around with and have fun, and except for this one's a little closer to me than the other ones, so it's a good time. I've always treated the, the little kids in our family as, you know, just someone that's there that I get to have fun with, and then when they're not, it's kind of whatever, but Tamaya's always been, even when she's not there, it's the more in the back of my mind with her. Right, she's more permanent and someone that you consider not more family, but more around, I guess, than some of our other family that yeah. has kids and stuff like that. Like we see them on holidays and occasionally throughout the year, but Tamaya's more constant. Yeah. Is, is that kind of what we're getting at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And now what do you think about the people who... Um, are definitely dead set against that's not my family that's not that's not your biological child they're never going to be a part of my family what's our rating or... on this podcast again <laughs> <laughs> I just I think they're terrible people just to be honest like I, I don't understand it. it I maybe I can be like convinced otherwise if someone were to provide a, a valid argument to me about that but I, I understand like people have this idea that like they're not my blood so I don't have to worry about them but like they're still human like they're still someone that you're going to have to have a relationship with so I don't understand like oh they're not my grandchild or my child or whatever it's, it just seems dumb to me um it's just, I, don't, I, have, I don't know a really good way to explain that within the realm of PG of these these people with this dumb nonsense um it's just to me like you ex you or your family member that you truly care about decided to walk down this path of accepting another child into their lives or in, in your lives by proxy so like you knew what you were getting into you knew what was going on accept that accept it either for the person you love or accept it because you literally have no other choice and you just have to suck it up and be an adult um. <laughs> right, yeah, no, I get it. Now, would you feel any differently if I had 
a biological child, like, do you think you would care about that kid more than um, Tamaya right now? Or do you think it would be, like, an equal type of love? Again, me personally, no. Not, it, 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 it wouldn't have phased me one bit, your biological child or Tamaya. I mean, it's still your child mine <laughs> yeah right that, i mean that's pretty much how i think about it too um I, I i'm in a lot of mom groups and well not mom but stepmom or bonus mom groups and a lot of people are like you you're not the mom you you don't know what it's like to have a kid you don't know that situation like you could never understand that feeling so i didn't know how it would be on your end as far as being the uncle, how you feel about <coughs> you would never know how it feels to actually have, like, a niece. Not that she's not actually your niece, because she most definitely 100% is. But, um, yeah. A, a great thing that always kind of has always struck me as soon as I learned it. And I, I learned this, God, 15 years ago or so. Um Everyone, when it comes, especially to this argument about whether uh, blood relation has anything... To me, your family isn't who's connected to you by blood. Your family is the people who are there for you when you need them to be. And everyone likes to push this ideal of blood is thicker than water. But that's not the act, even the actual true quote. If you actually take the quote and look it up, the true quote is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Which means the blood that you, or the covenant that you make with other people, with your friends, sometimes even with your actual blood family, is thicker than the people you were born with or that are your blood relation. Because it, this world is all about actual interpersonal relationships, not just who you happen to be born with. Right. And I think a lot of our outlook comes from our grandpa because dad was one of six kids and. Grandpa was the only biological... Dad was the only biological yeah, child. Yeah, dad, dad was the only <laughs> yeah. biological son to him, but he always treated all the kids the same. And yeah, it, he was the youngest, so... It didn't matter to him. It, it didn't matter. Like, I've never said, oh, this is my step-aunt or my step-uncle. We've never thought about it that way. We yeah, were never even we're taught that way. We were just family. Like, this is my aunt, this is my uncle. <coughs> and... Like, our aunts and uncles call Grandpa Dad, so... Yeah, and they never... know their biological father, and they still call Grandpa Dad. Right, we've we've never dealt with that. And coming from a two-parent household, we've never dealt with the step or the bonus as far as that goes either. Um, in our personal lives, this is the first time I've had to um, be the bonus anything... For anyone, and that was kind of hard for me. Yeah, actually, thinking about it, there's no one really that we know personally where, like, they have a s split family where... I do. Tori. <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm my best friend Tori, she's going to be on one of the episodes later on. Um, I convinced her to come on and talk to you guys, so... She's going to be on. You're going to get to meet her. She's a great girl. She's pretty awesome. So you're going to meet her later. And she is actually divorced now and has 
so she's the bio mom, but she grew up with separated parents and she has a kick-ass bonus mom. Like she chose to live with her bonus mom rather than live with her mom and dad after she was 18. So she has a crazy perspective on the whole thing. She gets it from all sides. So she's going to be on in a different episode and come and talk to us about that. But she's the only person that I really know that has any kind of step relation or bonus relation with anybody. I think there are some people within our family that have step, but we've never actually met the biological mom or dad. And we just kind of ignored the fact that it even existed. Well, that's true. Um, I mean, that's just, that's just kind of people we are. So we do have a, a kind of skewed perspective, I guess, a little bit with that case. But at the same time, I also feel like and this is probably being skewed in itself, but I also feel like we have a correct perspective that it just doesn't matter. Like Right. We kind of pick and choose our family and who we're close to and who we call family. So for us, it's a little different because we kind of accept everybody. Yeah. Regardless. So... I mean, I can, I, I see people and I, I, I've not really associated, but like I know people whose families are like that, where they're like, they're not, they don't accept certain family members because they're not blood. But I've always thought that was just so, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Fucking stupid. <laughs> hey, you said I had to be PG. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's petty. <clears throat> it's pettiness is the best way to put it. Yeah, it really is. It, it's I, not I being agree. a grown adult. I agree. When there's kids involved, like it's not their fault that their family split up. It's not their fault that that relationship didn't work out. And that's kind of what we try to teach them. Like, hey, this didn't happen because of you or it's not your fault that this happened. But then when mom or dad gets with a different partner and then their family treats them differently... Like, how can they not feel unwanted or like it was, wasn't was their fault? At, and even though it's unrealistic to think that way, honestly, for the kids, like, they're kids. They're, they're going to think that way. That's going to be their first thought when the extended, extended family doesn't want them or doesn't treat them the same or doesn't act like they're family. Yeah, it's just... Ugh. It doesn't make sense to me why people would act like that. It just... I don't know. Um, treating a child like a child is something that you should always do. Um, even if it's not your kid. Like, If so, if a child falls down in the middle of your street, you're not just going to stand there and they're like bleeding and just watch them. Like, oh, not my kid, not my problem. No, you're going to go check on the child. You might as well treat your stepchild or treat your bonus grandchild or whatever like the decency that you would have random stranger kid that fell in the middle of your street i agree i agree with that 100 percent. so what is it like for you to have her around um i mean it works out really well for me just because like me and her personalities really mesh well so like we both like anime so on thursdays we go and well, after I get off work and she gets out of school, like, since you have to close, I'll take her and we'll go get Chipotle because she really loves Chipotle. <laughs> she really loves Chipotle. 
Um, but we'll go get Chipotle yeah, and then does. we'll come she back. She would eat and... Chipotle every day if she could. <laughs> Which is hilarious because I did in college. <laughs> you worked there. That was different. I worked there for like a week and a half. <laughs> um, but they uh, then we just come back and we'll watch anime and just hang out and have a good time. I introduced her. Well, you started to introduce her and then I gave her the deep dive into punk rock music. Which was fantastic, by the way. We sat here for three and a half hours just looking up random bands from my childhood, essentially. Um, so it was just it was just fun. Um, so like our personalities just mesh really well. So that, that's why like it. That's another reason why I, I almost feel like it's skewed to like take my opinion into account because not everyone's gonna have my experience. Your mileage is gonna vary, but. If you, if you take the opportunity and you learn about your bonus niece or it, it and you just get along with them really well and you treat them just as a family member like you're going to find out these cool little things and these fun little connections that you can have. Right. I think like like you said, I think you guys get along really well because you do have a lot of the same interests and you're a little weird and <laughs> she's weird. I'll accept it. You, yeah. <laughs> and she's really weird, too, but weird in a good way, guys. I'm not, like, bashing my baby. Don't worry. <laughs> I promise. She She's a goofy weird, not, like, a weird... Creeper stalker. Creeper. Yeah, she's not a creeper most <laughs> of the time. But <laughs> most of the time, she's not a creeper. But, um, yeah, you guys have, a, I think, a really good relationship. Um, it's what I could hope for if I ever had a biological biological child that it would be the same and to be completely honest I think you would since they're so far apart they're gonna they would be 13 14 years apart if I were to have a kid now so um I think your guys's relationships would be different but I think you would still love them the same and treat them the same you might not do the same things, but you would treat them the same. Yeah, I would, I would treat them the same. It probably wouldn't look like it at first, just because, like, I met Smile when she was eight. Like, it, you're not going to experience that first eight years of, like, goo-goo-ga-ga-ness of just, like, the tiny little child just running around. And, like, you have to be high energy with the smaller children. Like, right. I met Tamaya when she was reaching that point in her life where the high energy was going away and she's mellowing out and she's becoming, well, mellowing out. You hid in the game room. She was not mellow. (laughs) (laughs) She was high energy for a minute. But no, she she is super chill and that's just her personality. Um, She's really laid back and super chill. So I think that helps out a lot that she's not like high strong and on the go and everything like that. Yeah, plus you're a kid. Like if, they were anything like you oh god that would be intense for the first like four or five years of its existence running around full sprint down the hallways head first into walls throwing other small children into trees (laughs) and breaking their bones (laughs) (laughs) yeah she was very mean as a child but it's all right i was competitive (laughs) don't let him lie i was competitive not mean (laughs) at that age you're allowed to be a little bit I was just extremely competitive. (laughs) Oh. But yeah, no, as for, like, 
treating literally treating your biological child compared to Maya indifferent in any way other than the fact that like I get to be there for the first eight years there there wouldn't be a difference right and I, I think that's true you know I, I definitely agree with that um, now dad on the other hand oh, I know God. he loves Tamaya you know I, I know he loves her and I know he thinks of her as his grandchild and everything I know like presents at Christmas and stuff like that that wouldn't change she oh. wouldn't get less so he or she could get more dad doesn't deal with the presents like at Christmas anyway but. well that's true but I, I think dad would have a different love yeah, Not the, that he would love her any less or anything, but it would just be different. Yeah. I, I think he would still try to treat them the ex- exact same, but I think you're right. There would be a a definitely a different love to it. Um, and, and I think it's a little harder for Dad because there is boundaries, though. Yeah. Like, for Mommy and Dad, um, with Maya, there, there's boundaries um, from the other party. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily from me and Dwight, but from her biological mom and stuff like that. There's different boundaries that, oh, I can't just take her and go out of state. And I can't just, like on vacation, I can't just go get her whenever and stuff like that. Because there are rules from the other side that kind of prohibit that sometimes. That we have to respect. I mean... Right. I mean, it, it is her biological mom. If she wants a certain rule or diet or something, is that in place? Like, within reason, you have to respect that. Now, if it's obviously, if it's just something absolutely just absurd, that, I mean, come on. Right. No, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, but they, they just have a different rules, rules, I guess, rule set. Yeah, they're from... Mom and Dad still have this kind of um, old school mentality when it comes to everything. They're getting better about it, but they they aren't into the um, the new world quite yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're what? Mom's forty eight, forty seven, and Dad's fifty two. Something like that. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I stopped keeping track. I know they're going to probably pass in the next 40 years. You are right. so full of crap. Oh. The Four years. 4D. Oh. 4D. Okay. God, wow. I was like, You're geez. being super morbid today. You. <laughs> Anyways. But, yes. So, they they just, um, Mom, Nana, is going to be intense all the time, regardless. But Tamaya is the first. So, it's. I think they're always going to have this special relationship. And not that any biological children that I do have would be, like, on the back burner or anything. But Tamaya would be kind of first. And honestly, for mom, probably the favorite. Uh, yeah. And for dad, maybe not so much. But Maybe when I have mean, my first child, they can oh, take their favorite. But. Be quiet. <laughs> But, uh, but no, the first always kind of has a special, special place in your heart, you know? Yeah, you, you have and all And I'm not just saying that because life. I'm the first, but. <laughs> oh, I mean, 
And I got away with more stuff. I learned from your mistakes, so it worked out better for me anyway. <laughs> right. Oh. But yeah, just being the first and the only for so long, they're going to have different relationships. And by the time any bios that I have are 13, she's going to be at college and they're going to be I like the only. College. Yeah, probably. But she's going to be the only, she or he would be the only one around unless you have kids. I mean, I, I plan to. Well, I know, but it's not like it's, <laughs> anything is in motion for that right now. This is true. This is true. So, you have to have the girl first, bub. <laughs> <laughs> it's not entirely true. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know how to answer that, so we're going to move on. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that one. You're acting like there has to be a girlfriend involved. <laughs> how else would you do it? Steal one? <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> oh. I don't mm. have to be dating her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> Ignore that. I will totally edit that out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's... She will probably always be the favorite because she was first in, like, that first experience. And not that you're going to love your second or third or fourth child as you have them any less. But, like, that first experience is always going to be, like, a certain level past what you're used to. Right. I think so, too. It's kind of like your first time going on a roller coaster. Like, it's always going to be the best experience. Even past, like, the second time or third time you ride it, you're still going to remember it the first one. Right, and I agree. So, for all the moms out there that, like, struggle with the other family or their family treating either, say, Dwight's family would treat our kid differently than they would treat Tamayo. Like, I would have a humongous problem with that. And there are a lot of women out there that have to deal with that as far as in their family dynamic. How do you suggest... Them bringing it up, saying, hey, this bothers me, or if now I know you don't treat Tamaya any differently, or, and I don't think that you guys, you mom or dad, would treat my littles or my ours baby, me and Dwight ours baby, um, any differently than you would Tamaya, but if that were the case, how would you like to be approached about it? Be, me being like, hey, look. I don't think this is cool. We're all family. I please don't treat them any differently because they're both your grandkids or they're both your niece or nephew. Um, so just just keep that in mind when dealing with them. But I also think, sorry, not not to like go into question and then response, but um, like for me. I would have to make sure they understood, as in my children, look, they're going to have different relationships with you. Just because he took Tamaya to an anime, not concert, but... Um, convention. Thank you. Convention. And he took you to go get ice cream. Like, it doesn't mean he loves either one of you any more or less. It's... This is how he's bonding with you guys. And I think a lot of women need to understand that just because it is a little different doesn't mean they're spending less time or love the other one more. It's just 
how they are bonding with the children themselves. And if the kids don't have a problem with it, then you shouldn't really either. Yeah, if you're if you notice that like your child is um, definitely de- not degraded, um, demoralized by like the fact that uncle or aunt or grandma or grandpa took the biological child or the stepchild to like some huge fancy thing, but then they got took out for ice cream like. Yeah, I mean, say something about that and see if you can't mend that. Um, ask her, like, how to approach the family member about that. I mean, I would love to be able to just give, like, a generalized advice, but each different uh, social dynamic is so wildly different that it, it's hard to give, a, like, a blanket answer to that. I, it would have to be a case-by-case basis kind of thing. And, right. and you know how to handle your family, especially if it's on your side. You know how to handle them. You know how to approach them and be like, hey, this not only upset me, but this upset my child. Uh, if it just bothers you and, like, your child is perfectly happy with it and you don't feel like they're going to be bothered by it in the future, the best thing I can tell you is probably just let it go. As bad as that sounds, and I know it does sound bad, um, because, like, Again, this whole experience, this whole concept of like raising your child isn't for your own satisfaction. It's for the betterment of your child's life. So like, but if you approach that and your child doesn't have an issue with it, it could potentially cause an issue for your child or a, a loss for your child because you like your Are harping family. on it. Yeah. Um, and it, it'll teach them a, almost a... Uh, That's not fair. Well, yeah, that's not fair or, like, a bad standard for it. <coughs> like, your significant other has to take you to these wonderful, cool places or else they don't love you. Which is not not a realistic thing. We right. Are, we're in an age where it is too expensive and we are too poor. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I really do think time is more valuable than anything else. So, if, as long as the aunt or uncle or grandma or grandpa are spending time even one-on-one time with each of the kids or just family time with each of the kids then leave it alone yeah honestly if they're making an effort to be in your child's life or bonus baby's life then be happy with that you know i think sometimes mom oversteps sometimes and it really drives me bonkers like it drives me insane, but I know where it's coming from. Like, I also really, truly believe in putting yourself in the other person's shoes. So, putting myself in mom's shoes when I feel like she oversteps, I'm like, okay, yes, I know she's doing it from a very good place. So, how do I say something to her without hurting her feelings? Number one, <laughs> because I, I never want to hurt her feelings for being excited about getting to Maya something or um, wanting to do something with her. You know, I I never want to hurt her feelings about that. But we come from a family that's like super hands-on and super... Yes. A lot. So Yes. (laughs) They're a lot. We are a very a lot family. (laughs) So it's very intense sometimes. And sometimes you just want to be like, hey, no, chill out. 
I said no on this, so stop pushing, or something like that, where I think that's where it gets a little hard to navigate sometimes, because I, like I said, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that, so, like, if I had were to come to you, and we don't get along all the time, you know, we have our differences, we are two completely different people, by the way, guys, we work together, we co-run the restaurant, so we argue 